In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, ask your Holy Spirit upon us. Help and guide us daily, Lord, to be converted and by the graces and by your merits to have the strength and courage to be transformed in your life. Amen. I was reading the gospel. It's kind of a longer gospel today than, than usual, which happens every so often throughout the liturgical year. And I had about 17 homilies I wanted to give, and I practiced about a dozen of them. But I decided to be merciful and only give you one homily. Is that fair? I'm just going to do one homily. Not 17, but there's a lot. It's a really, really, really dense gospel. The Beatitudes and all these things. So, for whatever reason, my prayer, the Lord drew me, drew me near to this. is one Beatitude. I want to pray with that. I'm going to open up a little bit. Well, Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Being a peacemaker means called the son of God, the child of God, if you so well. I was praying with that, and you know, we're all called in a certain sense to be those peacemakers in the world. That some people are called to really like vast things like work for the United Nations and like make peace amongst countries and make sure that the wars in the world are, are try to be as minimal as possible so as to live in the world in a peaceful life. Some people are called to law enforcement, all these things. But for the vast majority of us, we're not called to those lives. But we're also still called to be peacemakers and to make peace in the world around us. And this is a huge struggle for a lot of people, throughout all of humanity, for, for a lot of us as well. Like, like, like really people struggle a lot with not only just becoming peacemakers, but the, the counterpart sin of that, which is like lack of forgiveness or holding grudges or holding on to pain or wounds in, in, in the past, seeking vengeance. These are things that are oftentimes part of our lives and a huge temptation for, for a lot of people. And oftentimes it's, it's, it's not usually like strangers. Like if you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off, you might like scream an expletive at him or something. You might be upset and person might steal your peace. But you're not going to hold that grudge for a day or a week. If you do, you really have problems. But for the most part, it's not that individual, those kind of small passing pipes. It's usually those whom God has put closest in our lives. I think of like your spouses, your parents, your children, siblings, co-workers, your fellow students the ever-infamous in-laws, right? Oftentimes, it's even our own selves. Right? We have a war with ourselves. We have a lack of peace in ourselves. We don't forgive ourselves for, for whatever reason. The devil likes to poke and prod at our wounds or our frustrations of life. And it's, he's constantly there. And we can think about it because that temptation is there to hold on to vengeance and to hold on to anger and to be the opposite of being a peacemaker. And it's really against discipleship of Jesus. If you're called to really be followers and disciples of Jesus, we're called to be merciful. And when we become merciful, this is why, and, and merciful and peacemakers. And that's what I find so interesting about the, the beatitude, because the consequence of being a peacemaker is that we become children of God. We become sons and daughters of God. We become like God. If I have a child, he is a human, not an elephant. If I'm a child of God, that means I'm like God. Which means what? what? Who is Jesus? Jesus is God. And we hear in Philippians today, from Philippians 2, it says, who Jesus, who emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, being found in human form, and he humbled himself, being obedient unto death, even death on a cross. So God, whom we have offended, right, all the way back from Adam... Actually, Eve was the first one who offended God. Read the scriptures. Okay, Eve fell first, but Adam was there, right? 
And then since then, we have been nothing but vengeful, murderous people. And God, we've offended God, who wants to make peace. God wants to make peace with humanity. So what does God do? He incarnates himself in the person of Jesus Christ. And how does he make peace? Does he come back vengefully as you honestly deserve? No. He is, he takes on to himself the burdens of humanity. He takes on to himself the means to make peace. Even though we're the aggressor, and we don't deserve his peace, he gives us his peace and his mercy and his death and his resurrection. So when we become like Jesus, and we forgive those who don't even deserve our peace or our mercy, who don't even, they might not even seek it. We didn't seek mercy from God. He came to give it to us, basically to force it upon us. And what do we do? We go back to Jesus. We go, we go to confession. We ask God for his mercy. And when we receive his mercy, we become like him, making peace in the world. Now, as the gospel continued, Jesus says, it's a, it's a, some commentators might say, that the progression of the Beatitudes, when we live the Beatitudes, to be peacemakers, to be merciful, to be mournful in our lives, what happens is a natural consequence that we become salt of the earth and we become the lights of the world. It's not that Christ is calling us to be the salt of the world. He's telling us, when you are a peacemaker, you become a son or a child of God, and then naturally, you're the salt of the world. Naturally, you bring flavor to life. That's what salt does. If you ever serve me a ribeye at your house and you don't have salt, don't invite me. Okay? I don't want to come. I'll douse my steak in salt. Right? It, it, this literally word, pacha is a word. It's bland. That's not a compliment ever. Salt is amazing. But you cannot add salt to salt. You cannot make salt salty by its very nature has its flavor. It's by its nature. You cannot illumine light. Light illumines other things. When we are peacemakers, and then thus we become like God, who humbled himself, who forgave us, even though we don't deserve it, when we forgive others who may not deserve it, when we forgive others and make peace with others who may not seek their peace, we bring life, we bring flavor to life. Otherwise, it's bland. Otherwise, it's burdensome. Be very wary of that temptation. God is calling you. This is my prayer for you today and through the Beatitudes in Matthew 5. Ask God, beg God to reveal to you who needs to make peace in my life. How do I need to make peace first with myself and with God? But then your spouses and your children and your parents and your siblings and your family and your friends, co-workers, bosses, fellow students, whomever. There's always that temptation of vengeance and of, and of, of, of anger and of frustration and of, of pain. But God has called us to be peacemakers and ask God for the grace that he has given us because we need his help because it's not easy. And when he gives us that help, we make peace. And when we make peace, we become like God. Amen.